0: Well, hello friends. Before we get started today, I just wanted to pass on a very Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all of the Improvement Project podcast listeners. I hope you are having a safe and healthy holiday time. In today's episode, I'm joined by Jamie Henderson as we review our 21 for 2021 goals. Let's go. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a life coach, healthcare provider, and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, a year of personal monthly habit challenges, and working with clients one-on-one as their life coach, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Today's episode is episode 183 of the Improvement Project Podcast. And today I am welcoming back special guest and my good friend, Jamie Henderson, to do a review of our 21 for 2021 goals. Okay, just to give you a quick recap, Every year for the past three years, my original podcast co-host Jenny and I have taken a page out of our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin's world, and instead of New Year's resolutions, we created a list of goals for the year. In 2018, we did 18 goals, in 2019, 19 goals, in 2020, 20 goals, and now for 2021, Jamie and I each came up with a list of 21 goals that we wanted to accomplish this year. So if you are into personal development at all, and I know if you are listening to this that you are, you will know that there is magic in writing down your goals. The people that do this simple act of putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard and taking their dreams and goals out of their heads and putting them more concretely into the world are way more likely to achieve big things. The goals can be big or small, very ambitious, or things that you know you'll accomplish easily. It's up to you and how much you want to challenge yourself this year or any year. Okay. With all of that in mind, let me welcome my guest, Jamie, and let's jump in and see how each of us did this year. Jamie, welcome back to the show.
1: Thanks, Peg. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Um, as always, I'm excited to talk to you, and um, I'm especially excited because we made it to the end of 2021, and here it is another year gone, which is so crazy to think about.
1: Yeah, it, the final grains of sand are slipping through the glass, and, uh, you know, we're here. I'm at the top of a mountain right now, so I feel like I've come through this pretty well.
0: Um, can you explain to our listeners what you mean by that? It's the technology. <laughs> it's the technology of 2021 that allows you to be at the top of a mountain.
1: Yeah, I am currently in Blue Mountain. I am staying with some friends uh, for the week uh, over Christmas. And in order to achieve cell service, I need to be at the Point, which overlooks the gorgeous Georgian Bay. So that's where I am right now. I'm sitting in my car, um, enjoying beautiful scenery, talking to one of my favorite humans about, you know, kind of what went down in 2021.
0: I love all of this. Amazing. Okay, so should we jump in and see how we did with these goals?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Okay. So I'll go through mine first. Um, Also, I will let people know that if you are interested in hearing our original um, talk about our goals for 2021, in episode 133, Jamie and I uh, talked about our goals for the first time, and that was back in... December or January of last year. Um, and then we did an update episode on episode 157. So if you want to hear those episodes and sort of how we were doing at the beginning of the year, how we were doing halfway through the year, um, I'll put links to those in the show notes, but those are episode one, three, three and one, five, seven. So for me, my first goal was plan budget for and carry out renovation of our house. Okay. So you've heard me talk about it a ton, uh, through various, things that have happened over the last couple of years, including the pandemic, we were originally supposed to do a renovation in 2020 it got delayed, and it is still ongoing at the end of 2021. So the house is really coming together in our original plan we'd hope to be done by now but um, one of the things that happened with COVID is there were a lot of delays and a lot of supply chain issues. And so things got slowed down. The good news is, is that we have a place to stay. We're not in a huge rush. We don't have to be in there right now. So it just allows for us to just keep plugging away and getting her done. But we have drywall, paint, floors, cabinets, countertops, lights, some trim. There are a bunch of finishings that still need to be sorted out over the next couple of months, but um, it's so great. And John and I are both really looking forward to moving back in. So in terms of a goal, I would say this one is mostly checked off the list, even though we're not quite done yet. Okay. Number two was declutter everything. So I took every single thing out of that house in order to do the renovation and I portaged it to our temporary house. So it was a really perfect opportunity to go through everything and see what we really need and what sparks joy, which is a Marie Kondo reference. Um, I went through every box and I got rid of so much on the move to the temporary house. And in a couple of months, when we move back, I'm going to do that again. So this year has allowed me to an opportunity to declutter twice, which, um, for any of you that are into decluttering, you probably think that's amazing. Um, Jenny, my friend, Jenny, who was original co-host would love this. She loves decluttering everything. All right. Number three was weekly family meeting with John. And we've been on and off with this since we still haven't really been anywhere because of the pandemic um, is a big reason why, because we hang out together all the time. So we don't really have to check in too much, Um, but we still check in regularly about what's coming up for the day or the week. And that's been especially relevant with each new step of the renovation. Uh, Number four, read 40 books. Um, So when Jamie and I are recording this episode, it's Tuesday, December the 21st, and I'm currently on book number 32. So I didn't get to 40, but I made quite a good dent in this goal, and I think probably this is a goal that I will carry over to 2022 to try and read 40 books, because it seems to be the number that's a good number for me. And if I can get to 40, amazing. Uh, Number five, at least three camping trips in the trailer. So the pandemic sort of put a dent in this as did our um, constant renovation madness. So we did one camping trip where we took the trailer a five minute drive away to my sister's driveway and stayed overnight in it. That was our one time using it this year, which is a bit laughable, but at least we got to use it once and it was a fun time. So there's that. Um, So hopefully more camping trips in 2022. Number six, digitize hard copies of photos. This is like straight up. Nope. Did not happen at all. So uh, maybe that's something as we get settled into the new house that I can revisit in the next year. Number seven, keep going with my daily Spanish. And this is a big yes. I am now at 1,028 days in a row of doing my Duolingo Spanish. So I have got a pretty good vocabulary now. And I know that someday if we are ever able to travel somewhere where Spanish is uh, spoken in a country, I'll be able to practice it. So I'm looking forward to that. All right. Number eight, um, launch a paid habits course. I wanted to do this at least twice in 2021 so i did this once back in march of 2021 but then i sort of pivoted as i changed up what i was doing in my online business so this gets a little like a half a check mark number nine social media be consistent with posting and go live on ig and facebook every week i was less than consistent i still showed up on social media sometimes this is something i'm still working on and hopefully will continue to work on as i move into 2022. Number 10, one guest per month on the podcast. Um, So 12 uh, guests in 2021. And I wanted these to be other than um, my previous co-host, Jenny, and my good friend, Jamie, who's here with me today right now. And this I did. So there was uh, all sorts of really great guests on the podcast uh, in the past year. And please, if you haven't heard those, go check them out because there were some great interviews and some really great content that people brought to the Improvement Project. Um, Number 11, move to an online calendar. Um, this is half done because I did for my job as a chiropractor everything's online, but I still have a book that I love to write in. And I don't know if I'm gonna go to go away from it. I love putting pen to paper in my paper calendar. So I'm gonna think about this one. I, I think I've got a good system with half and half. Uh number 12, email management. I want to be an inbox zero person. Um, and I'm not an inbox zero person, but in the last couple of months, I've been able to keep it under 50 messages in my inbox. So that feels good because at least it's manageable. So I'm not zero yet, maybe I will be in the future. Number 13, bookkeeping. I need to be on top of this each month and I wanted to set an hour aside to do this. And I was maybe a little bit more consistent with this year, this year, this, this year but not as well as I needed to be. So once again, we're gonna keep trying to, we're, we're keeping moving in that direction. Number 14, hire my first first virtual assistant. I did not do this yet, so that one is getting booted forward to 2022 as well. Uh, Health and wellness was my next category. Um, That most recent category was online biz. Drink a green smoothie most days. I was really good about this in January of 2021, and then I did that thing that often we do where it became February, and this slid off, so um, (laughs) I did not do that. And I'm not sad that I didn't do it. I love a green smoothie, but I tend to not eat a ton first thing in the morning anyway. And um, I'm not sure if I want to come back to this one. Uh, Number 16, workout at least 12 times per month, um, which is three days per week. This one, I would say probably it was less than that, but it was at least six to eight times a month. And there was walking as well. I need to get more consistent with my fitness. And this is always a challenge for me. I'm never giving up on this from now until forever. I will keep coming back to this as a goal. Uh, number 17 was three strict pull-ups and 10 on toes push-ups. <laughs> Jamie and I, when we were hiking regularly in the summer, we doing some push-ups to try and get to this goal. I don't think I'm quite there, but I'm still going to keep this one as I move forward into 2022. And number 18 was a handstand course or a challenge, which didn't happen this year. Uh, my next category was relationships. So number 19 monthly date night with John. Um, and this was less than stellar, I think because of our renovation madness and how tired John is all the time. So again, this will, I move it forward to 2022. I feel like it's still important. Uh, a coffee date in real life or on zoom with one friend a month that I want to stay in touch with, but we've drifted because of life or COVID was 20. And again, I wasn't as good at this one. Uh, and number 21 was birthday celebration celebrations with each of our eight nieces and nephew uh and i i had said when we made these goals that i might have to get creative because of covid so we were mostly good with this there's a couple of of the kids that we missed and we still talked to them on the phone but it wasn't something special to um to honor their birthdays so hopefully covid will calm down enough in 2022 to allow for um for us to spend more time with our nieces and nephews and that is my 21 for 21. So I would say like, I probably did like Habsie's got her done. What do you think, Jamie?
1: Yeah, I was listening to our episode where we did the halfway check. Um, And it's interesting to hear, like to listen to you now, because I just listened to the episode before we started. Yeah, And we were like on a really good upswing around the summertime. And I think as it happens, sort of that, you know, you crest And then that momentum that's needed to keep us moving forward sometimes, you know, gets interrupted or redirected. And I think with you, the renovations seem to be a big um, contributor to that redirect. Um, So you're still on task with like a lot of the things, because we were saying that both of us were further ahead than we thought we would be at the halfway mark. Yeah. So it's interesting to see, did that momentum carry forward or did it get, or did it shift? Um, So yeah, it sounds like it shifted a little bit for you.
0: I think it did. I think that the the renovation sort of turned into a a bit of a bigger beast of a project than maybe my brain uh, considered before making all of these goals. And um, I don't regret it at all. It's so amazing. It's going to be so awesome. Um, But 2021 definitely has been the year of renovation for John and I, and we're almost there and we're almost ready to move back into the other house. And it'll be neat to see how with that space that that's been taking up for both of us in 2021 when we gain that back what we'll be able to accomplish by you know putting other things in that space so i'm looking forward to that in the next year
1: i am interested to we were talking about our word for the year and i feel like your 2021 word was in some way related to the renovation so what was your 2021 word
0: My 2021 word was expansion, and it was related to the renovation in that we were expanding our space, but it was also related to the fact that 2020 felt like a year of contraction for a lot of us because basically we were all squished into not going anywhere not seeing our people like we were contracted into this place of, for some of us fear for a while For probably all of us fear for a while. And so I wanted 2021 to feel more expansive emotionally, mentally, but then actually physically in my space, I wanted to expand um in terms of my online presence. It's really neat that 2021 brought me uh to a place where I hired a life coach which expanded my mind in amazing ways and then it has inspired me to start my own life coaching practice which has been an expansion of my everything. So, um expansion was a really great word for me in 2021 and um you're right. The renovation played a big role in it as well.
1: It's interesting though, that expansion still played a big role, just maybe not in the sense that you initially thought it was going to.
0: Which is kind of cool that when you set this intention with a word, it's neat how you think it's going to be a certain thing. And then the universe is like, wait a minute, I will fool you and I will make it something else.
1: You don't know what's going on. That's
0: right. So based on um uh, words of the year, did you want to start with your goals or did you want to start with your word of the year?
1: Uh you know what? I'll start with my word of the year because it's interesting looking at this list through the lens of my word. Okay. So my word for 2021 was grounded. Um and again, throwback to old podcast podcast episodes. Uh, I think it was episode maybe one fifty six where we talk about, um, habits for heartbreak. So, uh, if those of you have listened to Peggy and I's podcast together, when we recorded our initial, um, list for 21 for 2021, it was earlier on in December. And just a few weeks later, my whole life shifted. Uh, My husband and I separated, um, I moved from the town I lived in for 13 years and, uh, I felt anything but grounded. So grounded seems like a good word that I wanted to move towards. So my list also shifted in order to provide more opportunities to feel grounded. Um, so I'll go through my list. I also had four categories like pegs. So my first one was personal um, and I had listed time blocking. Initially, I wanted to do it weekly, but in the headspace I was in looking that far ahead at any given time seemed insurmountable. So I shifted it to a daily time blocking practice. I really enjoyed it. And I have run out of my journal. I use the Mel Robbins, um, five second journal, which I highly recommend for anyone that likes something that's not too constrictive that you date it yourself. So you don't get caught up in that trap of like, Oh, I missed a day. You know, I've ruined this whole opportunity to create my life. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just finished it and I, I'm missing it. So I need to get, uh, another one ordered, because that was a really big part of my morning routine. um, And I've been missing it these last few weeks. So that one, yep, I stayed on for the whole year. My second one was to build a greenhouse, which um, has gone through a few iterations. And I think when I look at it in terms of my word grounded, the idea of having a greenhouse doesn't really need to be the greenhouse structure in and of itself I've had a few failed attempts at trying to put this into my life and I think when I reframe it as what is it about the greenhouse in particular that I am so attached to and it's this idea of a safe space to grow and really I've created for that I've created that for myself in London in other ways so did I build a greenhouse I love that
0: Jamie it's so good
1: (laughs) yeah in more of a metaphorical way I sure did um, number three, initially, uh, the original version, the unedited version, uh, was date night with my husband. That would be weird at this point in time, because uh, <laughs> we are no longer married. So I shifted it to a date night with myself and, you know, just see how much do I enjoy my own company. Uh, and I, I have succeeded at this. I turned 41 in 2021. And I sort of created this parameter for myself to take 41 minutes each day to do something that really um, uh, supports myself in any way, shape or form. It could be a nap. It could be a walk. It could be painting. It could be connecting with a friend, but really being diligent in 41 minutes or more, right? 41 minutes was sort of the minimum amount of time. So that was successful, I would say. Number four was taking a Polaroid per day. I had already shifted away from that goal at the midway point, just in terms of, materials needed to do that um it was sort of at odds with the other goals i had to sort of minimize my impact in terms of stuff uh, when you let go of the whole life and shift and um move it elsewhere you the flotsam and jetsam of your previous life you just sort of let go of it so i let go of that idea i still enjoy going through my phone and looking through the photos i've taken over the course of the year that's been an interesting way to Um, retrace my steps. So did I print off a Polaroid? No, but did I take photos on a fairly regular basis? Yeah. Uh, Number uh, five was a solo backcountry trip of three or more days. I did that. That was successful at the midway point. I went to Algonquin on my own. Uh, I stayed uh, in the park overnight, uh, multiple days, and that is something that will move forward with me, you know, and, and hopefully will become even more, um, even longer trips, uh, weekly hike with friends, Peg, we were killing this. We were doing a lot of hiking. Mm
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was awesome. So I certainly felt like we were on par with that. It fell off a little bit as we both got busier in the fall and the weather got a bit dicey. Um, but I certainly still, um, was getting out for a hike on a weekly basis. Uh, weekly step i mentioned at the halfway point that uh, london is fairly landlocked this was trickier to create in my life than i thought and so i really i got out maybe two or three times on my stand-up paddleboard all summer it's okay that's just um part of the surroundings that i was in and it was not an easy task to achieve where i was at uh the next set of goals related to professional so Uh, from being on your podcast, because I find you truly inspirational, Peg. Um, I've really enjoyed the experience. And so I have sort of toyed with the idea of having a podcast of my own related to Gutsy, the program I run for young girls uh, called Overheard at Gutsy, because these kids, you know, they just, they've got got some gooders um, when we interact. They really do, but I wasn't um, interacting with the gutsy girls because I moved, uh, I moved away. So that's on the the back burner for me. And I I still like the idea and I'm not really sure what it is exactly about the idea. I think similar to you, the consistency part of it, I really enjoy. I like the idea of having a task that I've assigned myself every week, um, but I have not yet gotten there. Uh, A product launch for Prudence and Pine midway point, I said, yeah, that's probably going to be shifted to a fall goal. Um, I haven't felt compelled to do this. Uh, all my tools are set up in my dad's shop at a family farm and, and I go out there and I kind of look at them and I putter around and I don't feel inspired. And I think that's okay. I've got other, um, areas of my life that require that energy right now. So, um, the tools are there. I have the things I need to revisit that when I feel ready. Grounded. So I had a program in Barrie called Grounded, and it was um, sort of a mindfulness tapas for tweens, so different mindfulness practices. And I wanted to organize a session of that in London for either tweens or adults. I didn't do it in the sense of how I presented it before, but I did get a yoga class started out of my home in London in Wortley Village. And I feel like even though it didn't have the title Grounded, to me, it felt grounding to hold that space for people again and I I think I can say with some certainty that the people who attended it that would be a feeling that they would resonate with with what they took away from that yoga class so yeah I'm gonna call that a win awesome go with the yeah thanks (laughs) you know what it was really awesome it was nice to have people in you know in a small scale in my home again sharing space with them and um And again, that little sort of cozy greenhouse I created uh, for myself uh, was, and shared with other people. The next goal was go with the flow. So yes, I did do an online version of that in the summer. To be honest, I hope to do it more regularly. Um, Again, I just found my uh, mental energy reserves a little bit low at times to run it, but I do have a class happening in January uh, in Barrie again. And we'll be running an online version as well. So that has certainly stayed um, in my mind and is a big part of what my 2022 looks like. And I'll explain more about that when we get to our word for 2022. Integrating my Gutsy and RMT website. Uh, Peg, you and I share the same brain on this. (laughs) (laughs) And this goal has been haunting me you know, I'm like, I'm getting the the website. It's like my brain thinks the website is the key to whatever it is that I'm trying to achieve. And I've looked at the website. I've dallied with the idea of changing it. I haven't changed a thing. My website, which is amusing to me, I'm sure frustrating to others, um, even though I'm in London and my online booking says London, still says Barry. And again, when I get to my word for 2022, I think you'll get why that might be the case. Um, so that is that is a learn for me this year. Uh bookkeeping. We are having episode <laughs> peg. I yelled, We need to get a bookkeeper.
0: We need to get a bookkeeper.
1: Uh, no, we, we need a bookkeeper. I still need a bookkeeper, but my life in London is such that I'm actually now employed um sort of permanent part-time as a teacher. So I haven't felt as uh, unorganized when it comes to my bookkeeping because I don't have as much of it on my plate because the job where I work takes care of half of it. And then, you know, my practice is is at a point where I can take care of that amount. So that seems to be okay. Uh, my next goal was to take the month of September off, which turned out to be May because when I moved to London, I stayed with my mom for the month of May. And so I didn't, uh, I wasn't practicing, I wasn't teaching yet. And that was, that was already a win at the halfway mark for me. So Uh, grateful for that time. And the next set of goals related to Prudence, who is my sweet little Boston Terrier and is probably the driving force behind the numbers that I have on my Instagram account. So (laughs) uh, Prudence and I, uh, our goal was to take a hike in the woods one time a week, 100%. We've done that more than that. Uh, Regular trimming of her nails. So when I talked about this at the halfway mark, I was still living with my mom and she is Um, an avid dog person. And so that was happening on the regular. Now that I'm at, I'm on my own, I am not quite as good. So, um, that will move forward because that's one of those tasks, you know, one of those necessary tasks that needs to get done. And, um, I need to be a little bit more diligent in that. The next goal involved sort of how I start my day, this habit that I really have cultivated where, um, I like a slow start. I like to get up early, but kind of have a slow roll. So coffee three times a week, quietly with Prudence for at least 20 minutes. And that, yeah, through and through, being in my own space um, with just Prudence and I certainly has allowed for that to be part of my life. So I'm grateful for that. The next section was passion projects. So I had wanted to refinish a sideboard that was in um, my home when I lived in Barrie. I shifted that and refinished a fireplace that was in my space um, in London. Uh, The next one was having a a jean shirt that was my dad's. Uh, My dad passed away a couple of years ago, repurposed into a pillow cover, and that happened. A girlfriend of mine took care of that for me. I wanted to rediscover my love of running. This has been a bit hit or miss, but I will say the month of December, late November, December, um, and Peg and I, you you and I have discussed this in terms of my coping mechanisms (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, running. I'm a bit of a runner. I'm an emotional runner. I'm also a physical runner. Uh, I have been enjoying the physical act of running. Um, maybe with a little bit of emotional running away <laughs> tied into it. Uh, but that's okay. You know, just recognizing that it's, it's what my body and my brain needed at that time. So yeah, so I have been running more regularly, it's still around the 5k mark. Um, And that seems to be, my body seems happy with that. So that's great. And the last thing was uh, a girl's trip with my stepdaughter, uh, Lex. Uh, We didn't do a trip, but she did come and visit me at the month of August for four days. And it was awesome. I miss my stepkids uh, a great deal and um, getting to have her in my space and show around town. And I think, you know, I want to make sure that she's okay, but I think the opportunity to show her that I'm also okay was really a lovely opportunity to reconnect. And, uh, I look forward to more of that in the future.
0: That was Amazing. it. That was
1: my 21 for 2021.
0: Oh my goodness, Jamie, you did such a great job. And especially because you're, as you said, your life quake that sort of started off 2021, uh, with that in mind, you really intentionally like nailed it. You did really great. So great job, my friend.
1: Well, I have to give props where props are due. And uh, for you listeners, you know that Peggy is one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. And uh, you're a big part of that, Peg. So I'm going to shout out to you. Um, (laughs) You are one of my safe places. uh, And so I was grateful to be in closer proximity to you to be able to achieve this.
0: Well, I received that and I was very glad to have more of you in my life in 2021 as well. Ah, shucks. (laughs) All right, so let's uh, let's talk about moving forward into the future and 2022. So in the past, now what we'd be thinking about is what are our 22 goals for 2022? And for me personally, at this point, I have not written down 22 goals, partly because I'm resistant to the idea, maybe, and partly just because I haven't taken the time to do it. I do want to do a goal setting exercise that I will share with the improvement project uh, at the beginning of the new year. But for now, all of the things that I mentioned in my 21 for 21 goals that sort of I mentioned I am pushing forward, they'll be part of my goals for 2022. But my main goal is to um, sort of finish with the renovation and then see what when that's done, what what space comes up for what it's next. and. Um, and then I'll think more on specific goals for 2022 and share those, uh, with you listeners in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for that. Um, Jamie, what do you have in mind for 2022?
1: This is big peg. Uh, and it's, so I'm going to frame it as like a bit of a reveal. Um, okay, I know you and I discussed this as well, but, um, so my word for 2022, um, is the word home. And it's not an action word per se, um, but it is a word that has been resonating with me quite a bit lately. So just a little context, I lived in Barrie for the past 13 years, I created a home, a family, um, a business, a life, a community there. And um, at the end of 2020, yeah, at the end of 2020, beginning of 2021, that obviously got thrown into turmoil. And I uh, retreated home my more traditional home where I grew up which is London and uh, I you know using the greenho- greenhouse uh, metaphor uh, just created this sort of warm and cozy space in order to um, maybe hibernate germinate <laughs> um, we could go all different directions with that metaphor I basically just stuck my head back in the dirt until I was ready to come back out and um, in whatever version of myself felt, you know, authentic at that time, and so I've done that. I have been in London since um, May, I guess. I've lived in Wortley since July, and I more recently have come to terms with the fact that um, London is and was home, um, but home is more than a physical, geographical location, and home for me is a feeling, and. I will be shifting my geographical location to reflect this a little bit more deeply for myself uh, because this period of time that I've spent in my cozy greenhouse has allowed me to recognize the things that are really important that I want to put back into my life. And I will freely admit that maybe when I made that move from Barry to London, it was important, but I maybe pulled the threw the baby out with the bathwater um, version of, <laughs> uh, you know, shifting my space, And so I'm returning back to this area. So I will be shifting my geographical location to reflect a little bit more clearly my um, feeling of home, which is a space that has um, access to the outdoors uh, readily available. And the the community that I spent a lot of time building that I miss very deeply, I'd like to reconnect with. Um, There's people up here as well that I have that same safe space that I have with Peg. And I, yeah, home, that is the word that really has struck a chord with me towards this last, you know, month of the year.
0: Amazing. It sounds like, um, so thoughtful and so like true. And the other piece about it that is just striking me as I'm saying this is that it's kind of like grounded coming full circle, like coming back to home.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that grounding process that time I've taken to I think there's there's value you know when you're talking about these goals and I think sometimes we can get hung up on whether we've achieved them or not what I've noticed and for both of us is the things we've learned that are still important to us that we want to carry forward into this next iteration of our goal setting or our intention setting and the stuff that we're like yep that didn't serve me in any way shape or form and I can let that go And so this process of grounding, I think, is sort of shedding those those beliefs that you had about what you wanted to achieve and really recognizing like what feels really good, what feels authentic, what feels like the best version of myself, which is what the Improvement Project is all about.
0: I love it. So good. Awesome. And um, on that note, I will share the word that's been circulating in my brain that um, feels like the right word for me for 2022. And I feel like it's kind of interesting the way that you've described your greenhouse and having your head in the dirt. Generally speaking, I am somebody who likes to retreat. and, uh, And as a result, it's potentially like I've disconnected. And in 2021, I was hoping to create an online course, but I was doing it in a way where I was trying to create something online that people would come to that I would be sort of a step removed from. And when I've realized this, and I've started to take on clients as a life coach, and I'm connecting with all of these humans in this very human one-on-one way, I've realized that, um, I need to connect in that way with people more as I grow into the next iteration of myself. And so the word that's been circulating for me that I'm going to lean into in 2022 is connection.
1: Oh, Peg, that makes sense on so many levels. So, uh, um, so yeah. I love that word for you. Thanks, friend. Yeah. Um, I have been there through this Um, process for you over the past year because we did our goals together last year and to see you I know how gifted you are at connecting with other humans as one of your humans (laughs) and so you know it's really and I've shared this with you before it's your superpower peg you really have um an amazing presence that allows people to feel connected to you and um feel a bit vulnerable. And, and that vulnerability is where that growth comes from, where that improvement comes from. So, uh, I love that you're harnessing that word for 2022.
0: Awesome. Thank you. I received that. I'll put that, I'll rub <laughs> that right in my sternum. Put it
1: in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Amazing. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to say about 2021 or about, as we sort of start to embark on the journey of 2022?
1: Uh, you know what? I, I don't have any, no, I don't have any deep, meaningful insights beyond what I've learned for myself for 2021. What I will say is that we have come through 2021. We enter into 2022 with probably the same uncertainty. We entered into 2021. And I think if you can just take a moment to reflect on the things that went, um, right, the things that went well for you in 2021 and really harness some of that energy for yourself and, um, sort of repackage it, repurpose it and how you're going to use it for 2022. I think that's, that's really all we're capable of right now. And that's, I think that's a okay. I agree with you. Amazing. All right. And
0: if you're listening to this and you had some goals that you wanted to achieve in 2021, I would love to hear Uh, how it went. How did your 2021 for 21 or any of the goals you had in this past year uh, work out for you? And what are you thinking about in terms of your goals for 2022? So we'll leave it at that for now. And that's it for this episode of the Improvement Project. Thank you so much to my friend, Jamie, for joining me again today so that we could review our goals for 2021. For questions or comments, send an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get my attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. Until next time, my friends stay focused and get after it. Hey, before you go, I want to share something with you. The experience of working with a life coach for my own improvement has opened me up and changed me and ruined me in all the best ways. It's one of those aha experiences that you hear about where once you are on the other side, once you know, there is no going back. I have learned so much about my thoughts and how thinking the same ones over and over have led to the results that I have in my life. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my life, but for years I've had a voice quietly whispering in my ear that there must be more, that it can be even better than this. The work that I've been doing with my coach has allowed me to pay attention to that voice and to change my thoughts, to inspire me to take bigger and more consistent action on the way to creating a life that I love even more than the one I have now. I want this for you too. Because of the amazing results that I experienced working with my own coach, I was inspired to start working with clients one-on-one as their coach to help them get unstuck and start following through on the way to their big dreams and goals. It has been so amazing to watch my clients showing up for themselves more consistently, learning to have tough conversations, to improve their relationships at work and at home, waking up to a spark of renewed purpose and feeling more grateful for every day. I have been helping these amazing humans by teaching them the tools to get results where they were having trouble getting results on their own. And no matter where you are starting, I can help you too. If this sounds like something that you want for yourself, then let's get started. Go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach to schedule a call with me. Our initial 60 minute conversation will help you to gain a deeper understanding of yourself and the work that we will do together in order to get you everything that you want. Let's get after it.